0: Welcome back to another episode of the Warplords podcast. Uh, we're doing something a little bit new and a little bit different here this week. This is the new campaign we are starting called Tales of the Blood Moon. I am joined today by our newcomer, Sonny, or Santino, depending on how we're going to roll with it. We'll see. That's and Devin. So, uh, two new people at my table today.
1: What's up? Yeah, I've never... um been in a game that you've gm'd before
0: so i mean outside of valentine's day but that wasn't like it that wasn't an actual game yeah that was let's all get really drunk (laughs) i got extremely drunk
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right i will not drink my sangria right now though (laughs) (laughs) i mean by all means
0: do what you need to do to get into character but uh why don't you guys introduce yourselves uh introduce your characters don't go a whole don't need to go uh, a lot into detail, and then I will set the scene, and we'll roll into it.
1: Sure. Okay, so I'm Devin. I played Hannibal in Nine Realms in recent Shanghai Station, and for this campaign I am playing a Kate Sith, who is like a a, um, bipedal cat-type race, Um, and his name is Rhubarb, and... He has a bow and arrow that he inherited from Gam-Gam. And um, he used to be a hunter, but he might not be anymore, so we'll see.
2: And hello, I am... I guess we'll go with Santino. I'm Santino. Uh, I played the Spanish woman who was selling flowers in a streetcar named Desire way back (laughs) in high school. Uh, and today I'll be taking on the character role of Emi Amatsu, who is a Tengu long nosed man who is kind of like a traveling healer who's got a little bit of an upbeat attitude. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where he's at.
0: All right, tight. So, uh I want you both to roll me a single die, a single D twelve, and just give me the number to see where we start. Nine. Alright. So, Emmy, hey. you and your traveling companion known as Velis. Um Velis who is traveling with you is he is an old Asurin priest uh, who also worked as a healer in Ariant's army. Uh, both of you defected around the same time after the uh, events in Vannes, where the flame demon erupted and melted down the entire town and kind of sparked the full engagement of the war between Innsbury and Ostwin. At this point, it is late evening. You have been traveling on the road south for about a month now. You are coming close to reaching your destination. At the edge of your vision, as you travel through the pathway in the woods, uh, you see the rickety wooden fence that makes up the border of Tyrandor. Or Terandor, I should say. Uh, can you please make me a sense check? Sure so, I again, I know that you are brand new to the Warplord system, so for the check, you're going to roll 1d12 against your sense stat. You want to get either your exact stat, which you would blackjack, which would be the best mm-hmm. possible outcome, or you want to get under your stat.
2: All right. Well, my sense is a four, so I roll a nine. Oh! This... It's not going to do it. Oh, man, Velas rolled a
0: seven. You guys are blind. Fuck. <laughs> hey,
2: that's fine, man. It's cool. On, uh, honestly him and I, we've been we've been traveling together long enough that we're probably we probably distract each other with conversation. Right. I, I,
0: I totally agree. You guys are just chatting it up, just talking about uh, how excited you are to finally be able to see the Maiden of the Lake tournament that is happening in, in a couple of days. So, you walk into town, there is seemingly another large traveling group in front of you. Uh, about how large? Uh there are uh there are two groups of four people that walk in together. One with a caravan with two uh, pulled by two horses, and mm-hmm. the other one seems to be on foot and heavily cloaked.
2: Um I'm you know, I'm I'm assuming we've been behind them for a little bit now, so uh I feel like we're taking probably a casual stroll, going to let them go in first.
0: Yeah, you you've been giving them uh, some distance just to make sure that you aren't harassed or anything like that.
2: Oh, our uh, now is that like out of (laughs) is that because of my previous allegiances or is that because of uh, my race out of curiosity? Uh, Previous allegiances. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's valid.
0: Uh, like I said, you guys walk into town, the first thing you see, uh, as you walk right on into town is there's a large inn on your left, you see some of the people, uh, go into this inn. There's a large tree that makes up the front of the inn, and on the sign you see, uh, Bresnia
2: Oberge. Do I recognize this name?
0: Uh... It just, it seems like uh, you can make an intelligence check, rather, to try and translate that.
2: That is a, that is not going to do it.
0: You assume that it has something to do with the actual trees around the area, but you do not have a direct translation.
2: Fair enough. Um, right. well then, to my companion, um... If we're gonna do this, I suppose we should go in and probably find the room. I suppose if we're going to be safe, uh probably want to pay up front. Um I'm a little light on cash myself, you got anything?
0: Uh yes, I uh I do have some coin with me. Amy, do not worry. Uh here, take this, go to the bar. Uh make sure to get me uh, something strong. It has <laughs> been uh a a long time month of travel my friend i will take care of the rooms and i will come meet you at the inn or at the bar
2: all right that's beautiful friend all right then i I give him a pat on the back and i uh, i'll saunter on in and actually up to the bartend perfect um so rhubarb Uh you
0: are at at the bar as you do you are at the Goose and Gander. Uh so you're sitting there. You've had a long hard day. Uh you have been hiding out here for some time trying to lay low and figure out what exactly you want to do. You've been working as as a deckhand uh for the fishing company in town known as uh the Hornbeam Association. They are hosting a, a yearly fishing tournament that attracts people to come to uh, Terrandor. Uh, so you've been working hard to help them prepare uh, for the Maiden of the Lake tournament coming up. After a long day of work, you just want to relax, hang out with Jonah, and do what you do every night, and just kind of drink and chill. As you are sitting here, you see a group of four men walk in, and then there is a straggler who follows in behind them. The group of four men all seem to be hooded and cloaked. Can you make me a sense check and an intelligence check, please?
1: Blackjack on the sense. Hell yeah. 3 of 3. Dope. And a fail on the intelligence. 10 of 3.
0: You get an interesting scent off of the first one who walks in. Uh, you see, he goes up to the bartender, he pulls his hood back, and you see this silver-haired Dolahan. Uh, so, very pale human-like skin. You see he has this, um, metal apparatus strapped to his chest that goes around his shoulders and around his back, and this ethereal, pale, silver smoke emits out of it, his head kind of floating there. He smells like berries from your homeland, and for some reason this man seems familiar to you. There's something about his scent. He has a familiar aura about him, and you're not a hundred percent sure as to why. He seems to be eyeing people up and looking about the bar, uh goes up to uh goes up to Jonah and he orders a couple of drinks and then he goes to sit down with his other shady looking companions. After that, you see a Tengu man in white and red robes. There seems to be bits of yellow peeking out from underneath the red. It almost looks like it may have been hand painted or hand, uh, altered. Uh, describe yourselves to each other.
2: Uh, everything you said is true. And, um, our, I think if, if weapons are something that are like not illegal or something to be hidden, um, he probably also has on his pack. You can see like a crossbow underneath like a traveler's backpack, um, Probably looks kind of tired, but fairly clean. Uh, he keeps his face clean, and uh, as far as, like, he's he's not very tall, to be honest with you. Um, well, as far as Tengu go, he's not very tall, I should say. He's probably on the lower end of the six-foot spectrum.
1: Everyone's tall to me, because I am the size of a large house cat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you know um... how <laughs> Uh, the breed of cat Cornish Rex, but that's what he is uh, looks like. They're very, like, lithe and, uh, like, big ears, big eyes. Um, and his fur uh, yep, yep. is tortoise shell. And he has uh, a, a regular bow, bow and a quiver, um, and just, like, a, yeah, a regular... Like tunic and cloak. When you say
2: a regular bow, oh, do you mean regular but proportional, or like? Yes. Po- <laughs> okay.
1: I ju- I mean, uh, yeah, not a crossbow, but yes, yeah, proportional to him. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. sorry. It is properly sized for the cat. That is oh, for okay. sure. Um, I also just for some reason, whenever I picture rhubarb, I just picture a big ass hat, <laughs> like a big ass straw oh, hat, say,
1: yeah. sun hat. Yeah. <laughs> With ear holes. So just yeah. poke
2: through. Um, also, uh, and I don't know how like into things your cat is, but uh, there's also some little jingly jangly. Uh, there's like a gold cord that he has on one of his wrists uh, <laughs> that I, I think is like. I mean, if if it's probably the closest thing to uh, to eccentric that he's wearing at the moment, it's probably that. But yeah, um, I'm walking up to the bar. Uh, you're not the barkeep, are you? You're just at the bar. No. All right. All right. Then uh, I'm walking up to the barkeep. Um, is it common to see is this a common race, uh Cornish Rex? Is that a common uh opposable thumbed ass cat?
0: Common enough. This wouldn't be a first. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Um then I think I would I would lean into the bar and uh excuse me, butter keep. Uh I don't know what this could get, and I I put down what I assume is a fair price for a drink. And yeah. I'd be like, uh looking to get two uh stiff drinks for weary travelers. Ale or hard liquor? Uh, probably hard. Something strong. I'll take care of it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, Jonah, do the gimlets.
2: What's a gimlet? Hold on. I don't. I'm not <laughs> here. I'm not here for tricks, friends. I'm just, uh, just here for the the tournament. That's all.
1: No trick. Trying to help you out. It's their best drink.
2: Oh well. In that case, uh, thank you, uh, little feline friend. Um, sorry. I, is that polite? I, I don't really know. I don't spend a lot of time with the, your type.
1: No worries. The name's Rhubarb.
2: Folks call me Emmy. Um, say, you, are you from around here where uh, my, my traveling companion and I are kind of looking for anyone who might know anything about the area?
1: Well, you could say that. I've been working at the Hornbeam Shipping Company getting ready for the tournament, so... So,
0: the way that the tournament works is, it's a fishing tournament, so all of the people who are contestants in the tournament are searching for the maiden of the lake. It's a huge bass-like fish that nobody has ever been able to catch, and it's been, this is the 50th year that it's going on now, so, like...
1: Are we sure it exists?
0: You are sure it exists. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Actually, Devin, make me a luck check
1: blackjack three
0: of three you fucking know for a fact this thing's thing exists you've seen it
2: i kind of made an assumption earlier i i assumed i wasn't participating in in this is that accurate to say
0: that is accurate you you guys came to check it out because you've never gotten a chance to check it out before
1: but I'm not in the tournament, am I? I'm just helping no. them get ready for. It.
0: You yeah. work as a you work okay. as a deckhand, so you'll yeah, yeah. be on a boat. So if okay. anything were to happen, like if someone were to, were to fall over, oh, the ship like were to capsize, a, yeah. you are okay. there as protection for the contestants.
2: Safety. I think I would. I w- I w- I'm going to lean into him, mis- misunderstanding your statement, and be like, "Oh, so, so you're in the tournament?
1: Well, I'm in the tournament, but I'm not fishing. I'll just be, uh, you know, on a boat." Keeping lookout.
2: Oh, so you have you pretty much have the best seats. I mean, I think that we're just going to be on the shoreline trying to watch from like a tree top or something.
1: Yeah, got a front row view, but you know, it's work. So
2: <laughs> I guess. Well, then tell you this, friend. Uh, my friend and I, we just came down with traveling exactly to see this. Uh, look, if if you'd like to join us and maybe tell us about it, and you know, tell it maybe have you, if you've done it before, anything that we should be on the lookout for, that we might be mighty appreciative.
1: Sure, why not? Where's your friend at? Oh,
2: he should. And I, you know, I turn around, I look around the bar. Um, is this the same place where we would get rooms? Is it would he even be in here at this point?
0: No, he's not here yet. He okay. they are different buildings. He knows where to go. Uh he's just in the
2: process of still getting you rooms. Okay. Um he said he was going to meet us here, right? Or yes. maybe here. Uh oh, you know, it looks like he's not done over there yet. Tell you what, why don't we uh Actually, is there room at the bar? I'll just sit at the bar with you if there is. (laughs) Yeah. Bar is uh,
0: almost empty uh, outside of just rhubarb sitting there. It seems most other people in the bar, again, fairly crowded evening, uh, seems to be people are taking up the the tables in the bar.
2: All right. Well, it looks like there's nowhere else to sit. And I'll tell you what, I'll sit here with you, friend, if that's all right, as we wait for my compatriot to join
1: us. I got no problem with that. Hey, do you know the four weirdos that came, walked in here in front of you, or what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, were those the same people that I walked into town behind? Yeah, those were the same people that you walked into town behind. Oh, uh, no, friend. I wouldn't say I know them, but I I walked in behind them. They seemed, I don't know, they seemed like traveling types, I suppose. I mean, you guys probably get a lot to travel for the tournament.
1: Yeah, I just got a bad feeling. Could be nothing.
2: When he says he has a bad feeling about this, I'm just trying to get a read on how I'm feeling about the day.
0: For sure. You can absolutely make me, um,
2: you can make me a sense check on that one. All right. That is a, sense is four. I got a three. Three Three out of four. Um,
0: the air in the bar does feel a bit heavy. It almost feels like you guys are being watched, um... As far as your day goes, travel was nice. I mean, like it it was a long journey, but otherwise it was nice. Skies were sunny, the day was good, the sun was good. Fucking love that sun, man. Um but now that it has turned to nightfall, you do feel a little bit weird about what's going on around here and uncomfortable, for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah, friend, I think you're right. Uh, since I since ever since we walked into town, it's just been I just had the feeling in my chest, a little bit of tightening. Yeah.
1: We'll just keep an eye out. See what happens.
2: Uh
0: Devin, can you actually also make me a sense check in this moment? Sure. As you guys are having this conversation. Fail. I agree. You're kinda like it, just enjoying this conversation, but you're also a little bit weary. You think you hear the faint sound of footsteps coming from around uh the bar behind you.
1: I turn around.
0: you notice that one of the one of the group of four shady dudes is kind of like just pacing around the bar with his hood on
2: like going behind the bar where the the bartenders
0: Uh, he's pacing like around the entirety of the open space of the bar like he's walking around tables he's like looking at drinks he's kind of just like taking everything in but he's slowly pacing around the bar
2: hmm kind of weird yeah I don't know I've heard about the people who do this. you Usually I want to cover your drink. Uh, Barkeep, do you have those little umbrellas you put in these maybe? <laughs> Jonah gets a big
0: chuckle out of that. You know, people around here typically don't like that frilly shit. But for you, friend, I got you. He puts one of those fucking umbrellas in your drink, oh, covers you. the top of it. <laughs>
2: Beautiful. And maybe a straw, just so I don't have to take the umbrella out to take it. It gets, you know, the long nose, it really creates a, a problem. <laughs> uh, he he nods in agreeance and he puts it down. Thank you.
0: As you guys are w- kind of watching this uh, a weird event unfold, uh, without any sort of inferencing or clues as to what this guy is doing, uh, you do see Velis walk in. Caramel skinned old Asura, long gray and silver hair, long gray and silver beard, uh, four arms. He's wearing the same, um, painted yellow robe, so to speak, like formerly, uh, sorry, formerly yellow painted over with red that you wear. His hands are completely bandaged.
2: Ah, my companion. Hello. Please join us. I uh, made a friend. Oh, this is great news. Is ah, also here, uh, Mind the umbrella. And I pass him his drink. <laughs> Cheers to that. And you nice. guys, tank yeah. glasses. So how'd it go? get the room all good?
0: Uh, I did. I did. Uh, it was not cheap. Uh, I will say that, but uh seems like it will be good quality. Oh,
2: wonderful. Well, anyway, uh, hey, this is our friend. Uh, he's, um, oh, sorry, I can't remember what you work for, but he, he's going to be in the tournament tomorrow.
1: Oh big shot fisherman <laughs> nah, not quite. I work for oh, the horn beam fishing company. I'll be I'll be on oh, the oh. water, but I'm not at the tournament. I'm just you know there for safety.
0: That's more important than the fishing, I will say.
1: Work. Shit sucks.
2: Yeah, um also <laughs> seems seems the travellers who came in before us, uh if the one's still pacing around, I kinda straight like straight up still pacing. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I give kind of the head nod. He's been giving me a little bit of anxiety, just walking around, looking at drinks, and just mm. checking everyone out. I don't know. Couldn't really get much of a vibe check other than mm, bad. I
0: I do not like this, my friend. I also have a bad feeling about this. Um as you as like you guys all kind of turn your stools to watch this guy as you're drinking and having this conversation, you notice that um he stops he goes back and he sits down and he whispers over to the one who isn't wearing his hood the th- other three are still wearing their hoods I should point out so the Dullahan before walks up and he walks to a random table and he just goes <clears throat> alright alright now my friend over there says he uh, smells some blood in your system wench you mind telling me a bit about where you've been the last couple days? And this guy just starts fucking grilling this girl, just trying to have a drink. What do you guys do? Does
2: does the girl look tough, like the kind of person who can handle themselves, or...?
0: She is a fairy and is very
2: tiny. (laughs) Okay. So this guy could probably grab her and crush
0: her. This guy could... uh, If she's quick, maybe not. If he's as intimidating as he looks or can actually back it up, you think he could probably do something.
2: Um, Honestly, not being from around here, I actually might look to you, my Cornish cat Rex friend.
1: Well, I'm trying to lay low, so maybe let's, you know, see what happens.
0: You guys actually see uh, Jonah just go, hey, uh, we don't take kindly to that kind of behavior here. If you aren't going to peacefully leave my patrons alone, I'm going to ask you to leave. And this guy fucking walks up to the bar stops harassing the girl and he slams his hand on the fucking bar in between the three of you or well in between the two of you i should say um all right listen here we were sent here for a job we're here to find out who's succumbed to the thrall
2: while he's there Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you at all. No, please do. Um, I want to try to detect magic on this guy.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can roll a sense. Okay, that's a three of four. Three out of four. All right. Uh, This dude definitely seems to be giving off some sort of magical aura. Uh, The magical aura that you typically get
2: from hunters when you're around them. Can I... um, While sensing the magic... I I don't want to touch him or anything. Can I? Well, since his arm is out, if he has any sort of cloak on, is it outstretched? Can I get a better view of like a belt or a weapon or anything like that that he might have?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you're kind of uh, looking—you're looking about his person up and down as he's all up uh, in your business. You uh, see—you see the glint of a sword hilt around his waist and. Underneath his, like, black coverall that he's, like, his big black robe that's sort of, it's almost trench cloak-esque, as it comes up and opens up a little bit more, you see distinct patterns of yellow.
2: Does it, uh, is it the same type of yellow that I would be familiar with? That is, like, my my personal robes? Not your personal robes, No. no. Is it
1: the type of yellow that I would be familiar
0: with? Yes. It's like that almost... Brownish yellow ochre color. Lester. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Are we talking um, Dijon
0: or spicy brown? Ah, uh, we're talking spicy brown. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jonah's like, look, I, I understand. I get what the hunters do. I get you guys are here for protection, and you guys are concerned with what's going on. But that doesn't give you the right to harass my cu- customers in my bar. Now again. Are we going to have to take this outside? You do not scare me. And Jonah is a big fucking dude, I would like to point out. Big, burly bartender, huge beard, bald head. Like, dude does not look like he fucks around.
2: Is there anyone else seated with the pixie? Uh, there are two other girls at her table. <laughs> I'm going to wait to see if that guy feels at all threatened, but if, if he starts getting tough on Jonah, I think I might move over to the pixie's table and try to try to elbow my way into uh sitting with them quote unquote
0: the the hunter here kind of just looks up and he goes you know i've i fucking never dealt with this kind of shit before normally you're is fucking happy for our help uh, you're gonna make this fucking difficult on us then yeah let's fucking take this outside and his eyes go wide uh as he says it and jonah just looks at you and he goes <clears throat> rhubarb. Make sure nothing happens. You got it, Jonah. And then he fucking walks outside with this, uh, <laughs> with this hunter. The other three are still kind of sitting there waiting and it seems as though they're just sitting in the corner kind of looking around. Emmy, you said you wanted to move towards the table with the, the fairy, correct? Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, fairy. I said pixie. Yeah, my, my mistake.
0: Ah, just, same difference. It's all in the same realm of, you
2: know, stuff. <laughs> Sure. um i wanted to but if they're gonna go outside i don't see a reason to. i i just didn't want to be within melee range of this guy oh but yeah yeah yeah. if he's moving away from you it's all right
0: you see two of the hunters that are sitting uh at that table they get up and they leave seemingly to supervisor potentially help their uh potentially help their companion
1: so two so now there's three going outside
0: there's three outside there's one inside
2: <clears throat> so Jonah looks like a big man. Can you take on three hunters?
1: All right, Emmy, you stay here and watch the pixie, and I'm gonna walk to like the door. That's actually a fairy. Whatever. I've had a lot of gimlets. I'm gonna walk towards the door, and and so I can keep an eye on both inside and outside. Yeah, for sure. Like in the door frame.
0: In the door frame. You got it. Yeah. So you open up the door. You hear the sound of fighting. Uh, You look outside and you don't see the other Two hunters participating it looks like they're More just watching looking out Yeah looking doing what you're doing pretty Much yeah yeah. looking out for their companion
1: Okay who seems To be winning the fight
0: It seems to be going back And forth Jonah has laid a couple of good Blows in Uh, he's currently losing However okay Like badly (laughs) no no. no Again this is a this is a Fist fight I'm gonna yell some words Of
1: encouragement Get him, Jonah (laughs)
0: Watch the right hook (laughs) You see, you you, you go Oh, watch the right hook, and he dodges out of the way Just in time (laughs) And then he fucking clocks him Uh, This goes on for like a little bit more Uh, This goes on for a little bit longer Uh, eventually you do see that Jonah does kind of land a blow against the Dullahan which actually sends his head flying out of that ethereal mist and onto the ground and it rolls around a couple of times towards the inn Uh, his body falls back over and then it pulls a fucking Velma from Scooby-Doo trying to like look for its (laughs) distended head like just where the fuck is it the other two hunters (laughs) run they grab the head they pick up the body and they seem to kind of run and clear out as this guy is screaming and shouting I'll fucking get you fucking interfere in our investigation headquarters are here about this Durandor will get no protection from the Hunter's Guild again and he's like fucking just shouting back and forth you know just uh, really pissed off about you know getting his shit rocked in Jonah comes back up to you sorry I had to see that
1: no apologies necessary it's a good show. Knocked his block clean off.
0: So there's still one left inside, right?
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Cool. Watch my back. I'm kicking out that last piece of shit. Gotcha. And he goes up, and the weird one that had been walking around is still sitting there. Jonah kind of picks him up. The guy doesn't even try to, you know, stop him.
1: He goes both
0: Yeah. Uh, He just fucking picks him up by two hands, and he throws him straight out of the front of the bar don't come back (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the patrons in the bar seem to be a bit more relieved but tensions are still kind of high in here Uh, especially with that fairy who looks very distraught Uh, Jonah actually goes over and he brings her a free drink and he goes Miss Rouge I'm sorry that that happened to you please take this gimlet on the house I'll make sure that nobody else harasses you tonight
2: and then he goes back behind the bar So, I don't know if I heard him right. I didn't really peek my head out the door. Did he say that they were on an active investigation? Or is that just kind of like the casual... And he does like that little hand gesture. Like, you know, that casual thing that you say when you're just on a security job. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, if he's investigating something, that might mean that there's something going uninvestigated right now. Not to say that I agree with his politics. But, you know, if I'm going to sit on the powder keg, I want to know who holds the match.
1: I'll give him something
2: to investigate. Wait, hold on, A friend. Are they investigating you?
1: These nuts. <laughs>
2: <sighs> do you do you show me your nuts?
1: No, <laughs> I just gestured <laughs> vaguely towards it. Oh, yeah,
2: I suppose so. Uh, Jonah, um, did you have, did you get the vibe? Was he investigating something that mattered? I think I have an idea.
0: Unfortunately, it, however, isn't. <sighs> It's not my business to disclose,
2: Uh, if that makes sense. Oh, it totally does. Then let me ask, um, as an outsider, am I in danger here? You might
0: be. I won't lie to you. And if they've only brought four and they're saying they're here to help with the tournament, that means that more will be coming here in the next couple of days. He looks at the three of you and he goes... I don't normally ask this, and I know you guys just got into
2: town after traveling. Would you be able to do a job for me? You know, I was just going to ask if you had any jobs available, so this is perfect.
1: <laughs> it's
2: fucking kismet. I love when things
0: work <laughs> out
1: like this.
2: Yes, yeah, so the travel is cold. Only have enough gold until you get to the next town.
1: Yeah, I gotta pay off my tab somehow.
0: <laughs> if yeah, R- Ruby, if you can uh, if you can complete this job without uh, without anything going wrong, by all means, I'll wipe out your tab, all, right. all thousand litra that you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> so, come with
2: me. All right, I'd love to all see right. a world of imagination.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. As that happens, he locks the bar, and he looks to the patrons in the bar, just to make sure those kind don't come back. If you, uh, if you hear any knocking, shout for me. I'll come back up. And the patrons all nod and gesticulate and then go about their drinks and so on and so forth. Uh, you are led into the back room. Uh, in the back room, there is a seemingly secret path that leads downstairs to a basement that you follow Jonah down into. He lights a couple lamps in the basement so it's filled with light, and there are a bunch of supplies and a bunch of beds down here.
1: I'm going to grab a pickle from the barrel of pickles on the way down. Perfect, love it.
0: Absolutely, just munching on a pickle as you guys are (laughs) in the basement, in, like, silence of just walking and
2: pickle snacking sounds. I want to watch a cat who may or may not have thumbs, uh, try to (laughs) fucking carry a pickle. I'm just gonna... Anytime you drop it, I'm not gonna help. I'm just gonna watch.
1: I definitely have thumbs, or else I couldn't work a bow and arrow, so... Yeah.
0: (laughs) That doesn't change the fact that it's a big pickle for the size of rhubarb. (laughs) Do
2: you have a collar on?
0: No.
1: Okay. So there's beds, you said?
0: Yeah, there are beds down here. So... I've been working with some friends from my homeland. I haven't told you this, Ruby. Uh, I guess I technically haven't told all of you this, but originally I grew up in the Heartland. My original idea was to become a Red Priest. Like you gentlemen. Um, that didn't necessarily pan out, and I moved here, started my life, but I have been in contact with the priests, in the heartland they are looking for individuals to complete some sort of mission that much I don't know but people that have special blood are being targeted I've been keeping them safe here and keeping them out of the grasps of the yellow hunters those fine folks who kill civilians left and right Seems as though they've been tracking some of them here. That girl upstairs is one of them. Some of the other patrons are as well. So what I would require from you is to see them through their mission. I'll give you boat tickets, I will give you pay to take them to the Heartland, and then take them wherever their mission goes from there.
2: Hold on. Does this mean we're going to Mr. Tournament? Well, I would
0: say yes. Uh, given the fact that these hunters have shown up now, I don't hmm I don't want to risk any more showing up and any more of these people being put at risk
2: I guess human lives are probably more important than a little bit of relaxation
0: I do feel bad, I know that you were excited for the tournament I know that you weren't excited for the tournament, Rhubarb, so I suppose that this is probably good for you
1: yeah well, throw in a barrel of pickles, you got yourself a deal.
0: At my my friend, how do you I want like them? That. I no, I I have no problem giving you pickles. How do you expect to transport them?
1: I'll roll it. It's a barrel.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, I suppose I should show. I should uh, show you more about what I mean. And he walks to the back and he moves a couple of the storage boxes in the back. Near where all those cot-like beds end, and he opens it up, and there seems to be a pathway out of the uh, out of the bar from the basement.
1: Oh, fine. I'll just take one more for the road
2: then. I mean, look. If you want, I could I could probably hold another an additional pickle for you for later. <laughs> I got pockets. Got pickle oh. pockets. Yeah. You got pickle-sized <laughs> pockets for your normal-sized cat. All right. Yep. All right. hey not they that.
1: could be baby they could be baby dills you don't know uh, are
0: they baby dills <laughs> odds they're baby dills evens they're not baby dills they are baby dills
1: yeah
2: you know I could carry a, uh, like a, f- <laughs> a fistful <laughs> of baby dills no. uh,
1: well thanks for the offer but I don't Want other people to touch my pickles if I'm going to eat them. No what?
2: offense. Well, that's okay. I mean, someone put them in the battle and someone brined to the battle and someone else yeah. is just scorching on the battle. and someone built. If you really think about it, those pickles have been touched by at least four
1: to five people. Yeah, but that was <laughs> before the brine. The brine cleanses it.
2: Yeah, that's how that works. Oh, well, all right.
1: They, they touched the cucumbers, not the pickles. There's a the difference.
2: Well, how do you know that they weren't pickles from one brine that got moved to this brine? They might have been. They might have been pickles already.
1: Oh, I know how the pickles are made. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess you've been from here
2: longer than I have. Um, Question. Do I know anything about the
0: Heartland? Uh, You can absolutely make me an intelligence check. Okay. You are a mage, correct? I am. You did detect magic. You're a mage. Yeah. Yeah, Cool.
2: So just one check. Uh, That is a one out of three.
0: Hey. Uh. You know that the order that you followed in uh, is stemmed off of the religion and the Church of Syros that comes from the heartland. Um, on top of knowing just a little bit about how knowing the government and the religion that runs the government. Uh, you know that they're essentially the best way I can put it is like Switzerland. So if there are feuding countries and countries that are at war with each other, they will often go to the heartland to meet in armistice and like uh, sign treaties and try and work shit out. There's going to be nine people I need you to escort. I think the best way would be to get you through the secret exit out of town. Um, Travel from there I'm going to leave to you guys and what you think is best. I have set everybody up with basic supplies so you can make a camp if need be, if you need to stop, but I have tickets for all of you in joxenburg in the port to the south i all need right. you to get there and get these people
2: on that boat this is pretty center definite all I, right i had it ready to go wow all right um
0: i, bu- I i'm not gonna lie I, I bought a whole bunch of tickets from this private charter so i have a couple extra but i honestly i think i'm just gonna torch them so no one steals them
2: all right um I, I would, at this point, since my traveling companion... Uh, is it safe to assume that my traveling companion is also just cool with all of this.
0: Yeah, uh, Velus okay. hasn't really, like, spoken up. He's kind of taking a moment and taking a step back to observe all this. And take a more, like, potentially critical approach to everything. But, uh, yeah,
2: he seems to be fine. Then uh, I I would like to kind of... I would sidebar with him for a second. Yeah, of course. And I'd be like, now, Velus listen, I... I know when we left, uh, I know we left for our separate reasons, but one thing you should know, I never entirely lost faith. So, you know, going to the heartland is kind of important to me. Uh, and I, I would understand if it's not something that you'd be into. You know, like I can understand that it might feel tainted to go to return to such a place. Uh
0: it, uh, I just do not know if I am worthy to step a foot on the shores, given everything that has happened but these people need us I am more than more than happy to help them out and do a good deed maybe this will shine the glorious light upon me once again and maybe I will feel better uh, stepping into the heartland
2: absolutely my brother and uh, I kind of pat him on the back and I say Halastrad, which he's probably heard me say before it's like a famous oh yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, he pats you on the back and he
2: halostrode. Thank you. All right, Mister Rue. Do you just go by Rue, or is it the whole name?
1: Oh usually rhubarb. All
2: right, rhubarb. Um, I guess. Uh, I guess I'm ready to go. I was really looking forward to taking off my traveler boots, but I suppose we can leave whenever you're ready.
1: I'm ready. Just let me get some more pickles, real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what kind of, what kind of supplies is he, uh, offering us? I assume I have traveler's pack stuff. I just don't know. Yeah, what It's,
0: what it uh, up. so basically both of you have a basic adventurer's pack and the, the, what he's offering you is the same thing.
2: Okay. So, uh, you're really taking a long time with those pickles over there. I mean, like, if, if you want, we could just give you an hour. You could just make a pickle meal after this whole thing. Oh, I'm ready. You are ready. Okay. Pocket
1: full of pickles. Got my, got Gam Gam's bow don't need nothing else.
2: Well, you don't need arrows for the bow. Maybe a couple of restrings in case the bow breaks?
1: Nope. Just make arrows as we go. If I have to. But I, I already got a quiver, so...
0: Alright, front Shit. Luckily, you haven't needed to use it in a while, so you are chock
1: full of arrows. Also, I'm going to add uh, pickles to my inventory now.
0: okay that's fine um also something to add into your inventory is money
1: wish i had cheese
0: you each are given five litra
1: five money
0: litras are physical banknotes they're like this purple paper with a black border with a lighthouse on both sides it, that essentially is basically like a hundred dollar bill. And it's the biggest note that you have. It's the only, it's the only physical paper money that you have. Uh, everything else is coin based. Cool. So, uh, as you guys are preparing yourself, um, Jonah kind of looks at you guys and he goes, again, yeah, if there are basic supplies in here that you think will aid you, by all means, feel free to, uh, feel free to. Take some,
2: yes, actually, do you have any flour um yeah of of
0: course, I have some flour
2: I'd, I'd love a pack of flour if you have it um
0: he comes down and he gives you a small jar full of flour. ah, oh, thank you, of course um I'm going to uh, i'm I'm gonna go get the others from upstairs and get them prepared and ready.
2: Do they have a name the traveling group that you're with uh
0: not for the group, but I will. I'll introduce you to uh, everyone as as they come downstairs. All right. as As I had mentioned, there are nine of them. So uh, I apologize that your group is going to be big too.
2: She uh, We have to
0: remember nine
2: different names.
0: <laughs> hey, if you don't want to, you don't have to necessarily interact with them, <laughs> or you can choose to interact with ones that you want.
2: <laughs> no i'm just kidding
0: so jonah runs upstairs he gets all the other people nine people are filtering downstairs uh afterwards <clears throat> and he just goes all right group these are going to be your guides and your bodyguards we have rhubarb emmy and Velis who are going to be taking this up feel free to take a moment and get to know each other's I'm gonna close this behind me just in case those hunters come on back again. I truly appreciate you all doing this for me, and I wish you the best of luck. And he then puts uh, a hand on your shoulder, rhubarb, and he just goes one last gimlet for the road, buddy. And he gives you an he gives you one extra drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I drank it. Yeah.
0: There's like a it almost looks like there's a, a a tear welling up in his eyes uh, you almost can't tell from his normal rosy expression but you see it kind of get lost in his big bushy beard after a moment as he walks upstairs I can't believe you just drink on the job
1: oh, sometimes you have to <laughs> sometimes it be like that I have a feeling this is gonna be one of those times
2: ah oh, shit fellas is there any way we could get our money back for the rooms? <laughs> it's, it's, I know it seems small now, but, you know. I mean,
0: friend, I am four litres up from what I have spent. I don't, uh... I don't think that I am worried about it. But... Uh... Hmm. No, maybe not. Maybe that is a bad idea. I was thinking about maybe leaving a trap in case the hunters came into the hotel, but... I don't think we have the luxury of time or getting there from this said secret passage.
2: Oh, yeah, I suppose so. <sighs> that's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Alright. Uh, so as this is all happening, you see a group of people that are all packing up their, like, cots and bedrolls and getting their bags ready and organized. Um, one comes up to you and she just Uh, looks over you guys up and down and it is the fairy from upstairs hi uh, hi um wow i'm i'm really glad that you guys are gonna be uh escorting us you look mm, you look so big big and strong she kind of like hits you on the side and like sizes up your muscles as this is happening emmy um (laughs) my uh my name is my name is
2: flicker flicker hello i'm Emmy, Yeah um
0: I I don't want to uh I don't want to worry you guys or anything but um those those hunters are are looking for any trace of me or my uh, family members They seem to want something with our our blood I don't get it I don't understand why but I uh I really appreciate you guys helping out I don't think I'd be able to get out of here on my own I
2: really don't. Of course. Uh, hey, it's it's not just it's not just me. It's also our, our new good friend uh, Rhubarb, the excellent cat Bowman. Yeah.
0: Yes, of course.
2: Yes. Uh, listen, uh, are, are you are you going to be able to carry all your own food? Do you guys need assistance? Perhaps even. I, I don't mean to be indelicate about it, but you're small enough. Might be able to fit you. Uh, well, you. Sorry, I should ask. Are they all like? uh fairies or is it
0: no they are
2: all different uh everyone is a
0: different race in this room
2: ah okay okay uh well then just to her i would offer try (laughs) to try and hide her but uh that my my original thought does not apply okay
0: yeah Um, i'm no i'm i'm traveling a, a a bit light at the moment um also i think uh I think I might be able to shrink some stuff down and fit it, but I mean, hey, if one of these big, strong men wants to carry my bags, who am I to say no?
2: Uh, yes, if if they're light, I could, I could try to carry it.
1: <laughs> Only if they're light. I need both hands for my bow. If we get into some trouble, I don't want to be caught holding the bag, if you know what I mean.
0: No, no, of course. That's fine. Um, I'll carry my own stuff. No need to worry. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right uh well hello to the rest of you um say before we get going uh any of you guys have any you know skills that maybe we could use on our travels whether that's hunting for food or foraging or you know medicine or anything at all maybe a fighter oh that'd be good <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you see um you see a couple of different able bodied looking people. Um there is a red priest amongst you, um which more just pointing that out because I think you'd find that interesting. Um he is an Asura uh a half Asura, I should say as well, so he definitely looks more like a human, uh, but he seems to have a couple of extra sets of magical arms. Uh you see that there is an orc. Uh, there seems to also be a Dverger who has some sort of like big contraption that looks like a mace attached to his pack. And there's, uh, there's also a big old Ungoloth, uh, the terrifying half human, half spider, centaur like creatures. Um, and he looks very big and he has natural armor that covers him. Uh, and he comes up as you say all this and he goes, It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance gentlemen um it has been some time since i've seen active duty but in my heyday i was a commander so if you need any sort of extra help do let me know i will be able to help you out as much as i can
2: of course i hold on and i, I want to go over to the contraption on the back of the pack oh yeah yeah, yeah. so and uh
0: what you walk over this? to the drager. Well, you come to, you come to Torrance's inventions. I knew you
2: couldn't resist. Uh, Truly, I can't. What is this thing? It's, it's like every direction all at once. (laughs) I, uh, it's like some sort of mystery machine.
0: (laughs) Uh, I, hmm. How do I, how do I put this? Uh, you see? I was, uh, I was a blacksmith for a while. I worked on them, uh, fancy weapons for the hunters. Them, uh, them transforming thingamajigs. This one here, uh, it's a mace, you see? Uh, and it can do a couple of things. You see that, uh, he presses a button on the bottom of the hilt and it turns into, uh, it kind of falls, f- down to the ground, the mace head hitting the ground heavy and sinking into the earth below. Um, and essentially it's on like a whip chain after he presses the button, presses cool. it again, and it retracts to just being a full melee ranged mace. Uh, and he opens up a kit co- like compartment in the center of the mace. If you put any combustible material in here, it'll ignite the mace head and light it on fire
2: that's that's truly impressive holy god i've seen some very impressive arms in my day but this is i don't think i've ever seen anything like this all right ah uh, yeah this yeah. is this is my beauty right here i'll tell you that all right it seems like honestly you you'll be protecting us with this thing jesus ah uh, maybe i <sighs> I don't like to use it
0: or whip it out, because, you know, people seem to know our inventions right off the bat, and then they start hounding us, like, oh, make me a better weapon, ah! And, you know, that's just not what what I'm about. No? These weapons have, have done too much harm, so I'm
2: I'm not gonna do it anymore. I can't. That's, alright, that's valid. Right, little, uh, do our friend, do it. I give him, like, a finger gun, like a, you fucking got this.
0: Yeah. He gives you uh he gives you a finger gun back. Um his pack seems to be overflowing with like blueprints and materials almost coming out of the back
2: of it. Oh, that's radical. I love this guy already. Alright, are we going on a mission or
1: at a TED talk?
2: <laughs> alright, alright, let's go. I just figured you'd want to know who we're protecting.
1: We're burning moonlight.
2: Yeah.
0: You are not wrong. Let us go.
2: Alright, uh you wanna lead the way then?
1: Yeah, I'll, leave. I'll scout ahead.
2: All right, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll cover the rear.
0: With that, you guys head out. You follow this pathway uh, built kind of through the bottom of the basement of the bar, and it leads you through a dark tunnel uh, single file. Um, you guys all have torches, or, well, at least the three of you have torches, so, like, the beginning, middle, and end of the group has full light. Um, you follow the pathway for some time. Uh, Rhubarb, can you make me a strength check, please?
1: Oh, I actually passed two of three.
0: Tight. You, uh, get to the end, and there is something that seems to be blocking your path upward, as you see that there's kind of a hole. So you push it, and you move it forward, and you help everybody out, uh, one after the other, the entire group is let out, into a clearing in the woods. There is a small well and a small shrine, and it seems that you pushed the shrine, and that's where the, uh
2: hidden pathway leads out. Who's at a shrine to?
0: Uh, make me an intelligence check, please.
2: My Intelligence is a two of three.
0: Uh, this seems to be a statue to the moon goddess Luna.
2: Hmm. All right. Serendipitous. With
0: attractive woman holding a basin inside of the basin looks to be like a moon setting into the water and water seems to be magically flowing out of the statue itself.
2: All right.
0: And I guess I should ask now. Uh, there seem to be three options. You guys can head through the woods. Uh, you guys can try and find a way to the main road. Or you can head back till you, uh, you can actually, like, head back in the pathway to get back towards uh, Tyrandor.
2: Uh, that is that the wrong direction of going back towards.
1: Toron- yeah, that's the opposite direction we want to go.
0: Uh, it would actually help you find your pathway and your bearings. Is Tell kind you. of the reason I suggested. But yes, it is technically the wrong way.
1: Okay. Which, well, obviously we'd want to go the, the least auspicious way.
2: So, R- R- Rubarb, is there um is there a landmark that I could find that might be able to uh help you dis figure out where we're at and like. As I'm saying that, I'm, like, taking off my pack, and from, like, underneath my robes, my, like, crow wings are, like, like peeking out now, so you can see that I have these wings that are kind of hidden behind the pack. If you hadn't noticed them before, you're definitely noticing them now.
1: Well, I—do I know where—do I know where we are?
0: Uh Make me a sense check. Blackjack so you had a general idea before but you kind of take a moment uh it seems as though you're to the southern end of town so you're like directly south so you know that you could either continue uh going straight from where you were let out would continue to get you uh it would continue your pathway south uh if you were to go to the west like the southwest from where you're going uh you think that would probably bring you to the main road
1: and do I know which way would be like most covert?
0: Definitely traveling through the woods is the most covert, but there are potential options or potential uh, risks doing that. Woods are thickly packed, so it, it's going to be hard for you to keep a group together. Wildlife, other shit like that.
1: I think that risk is less than the risk of running into hunters on the open road. So. Yeah, I should probably have this conversation in character. So. Alright, we could go we could go south through the woods. It's densely packed. There's risks, but it'd be the most covert, and we'd be unlikely to run into any more hunters. Or we can get on the main road.
2: Are the are the woods dangerous are here? It can be. This one uh
0: this one person in the group kind of I was gonna say steps, but more slithers forward. Um there's this uh Naga, who who accompanies your party. Snake-like face. Um, He's got, like, the cobra-style hood that goes into his neck. Uh, Very buff body, long tail. He's wearing uh, some leather armor up until it reaches about where his tail starts, and then it's just a belt with some, like, frilly robes around it. The woods around these parts could be rather dangerous, gentlemen. Who knows what could be lurking.
2: That's what they
1: fear. Yeah, who knows what could be lurking on the open road, too. Could be hunters.
0: Absolutely so. right. Could even be bandits. Both would be bad. But I I thought it was worth mentioning as you were discussing it, because I, I, we only know what could be lurking in these woods.
1: Well,
2: let's put it to a vote, then. Do you want to put it to a vote kindly? Sure. So we're hired to protect them. I think that means that we make these decisions on their behalf, right?
0: We're here to be led by you all. Whatever pathway you are more comfortable with, we're all willing to accept. So if you want to vote between the three of you, you can do that.
1: Right. I vote. We go through the woods.
0: I vote for the open
2: road. Oh, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, um, a question about my traveling companion. So I can fly. Does he have any sort of abilities that I should be aware of that he can do?
0: Um, so he definitely, uh, he's, uh, he, a priest, uh, healer. So, like, he has some druid skills. He has some, like, paladin style healing skills, uh, stuff like that. He can't fly or anything like that. Plus, he's old. And since you've been traveling together, he seems to be, like, declining in health. And you've noticed this. Yeah, basically, the last thing he can do is he has some sort of druid abilities. He has, um, a basic ability to landscape, so he can kind of change and move earth as he sees fit. But it's like same element type deal.
2: Come on. Don't be a coward. Adventures in the woods. You could just clear, you could just move any bush in our way. It's fine.
0: I, I suppose you are right. I just, uh, we've been traveling so long. I don't want to, expend myself before I'm needed if I am you know you know what I mean
2: and I know what you mean, but um look if if everyone here says that the hunters are using the roads to get through anyway, I think that the hunters are if if all the animals are territorial the hunters have the biggest territory so
0: ah uh, that is uh that is probably true um I don't uh <sighs> I am still hesitant to change my vote, but it sounds like you are trying to vote for the woods, no?
2: I was just trying to convince you to change your vote so I wouldn't have to come down one way or the other.
0: Well, I mean, it sounds like you agree that the woods is the pathway to take, friend. So why not just cast your vote, and regardless of me changing it, we are at a majority, no?
2: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Tell you what, let's take the woods. Um, Let's take the woods.
0: All right, let us... Uh... Let us go. Should we keep the same order? I can stay around the group and make sure that they are well lit. We send the Bowman cat up front to Skeleton. You in the back?
1: Yeah, that sounds good for me. All right. Sounds like a plan.
0: Cool. So, uh, you walk, you begin to walk into the woods. So there's like a small clearing and a small semblance of a path that leads to the southwest, uh, You all probably think that that would lead you towards the road, or at least set your direction towards it, so you continue due south. Uh, Can you please make me a sense check?
1: Mega fail.
0: Mega fail. Okay. You guys begin walking into the woods, and quickly, as soon as you guys get into the thick of it, the real thick of the woods, um, you no longer are even able to see moonlight. The light from your torches are all that you can really see around you, and you're having a very hard time keeping even your nose on the correct pathway.
1: Well, I'm a cat, so I have low light vision.
0: That's true. You do have low light vision, so that is helping you. So you're able to see through the trees and stuff like that. Um, but it's still not very far. Like mm-hmm. normally, when you're walking around at night, it, even with the low light vision, it's it's nice, it's easy. This is not that. <sighs> So, you're up front, you're guiding the group, and they're still all behind you for the time being. Um, you kind of come up to a fork in your pathway. You can go mm. left, right, or straight. I'm gonna
1: sniff for clues.
0: Okay, sure. Make me another sense.
1: One of three. Pass.
0: One out of three, that is a pass. Okay. So, you begin to kind of put your sniffers on get those whiskers up towards the air start snoofing about and such and it seems as though you're smelling the scent of blood coming from the pathways
1: all three of them
0: Uh, all three of them however there's slight differences to them the left pathway and the right pathway smell like old blood and the straight pathway the middle pathway smells like fresh blood
1: um Do I know compass directions?
0: Um, So it would be, you're still seemingly heading south. You haven't found any sort of marker or material or anything like that to uh, lead you to believe you are off course yet. The easiest pathway, but potentially most dangerous, would bring you to the west. That'd bring you to the main road, and then it's a straight shot. Going through the woods is going to take you more time, but hopefully you'll be able to avoid more.
1: Take the left path. Take the left pathway. Or shouldn't I wait? Actually, shouldn't I wait? Well, actually, as the scout, I should go down a path a little way and see. And if it seems okay, then I go back. Absolutely. So I'm going to go down the left path a little bit. Okay, cool. See what the dealio is. Absolutely.
0: So I'm going to need two things from you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm going to need an agility check as you're doing scout sneaky guy stuff.
1: Yep. That one is a pass, one out of six.
0: One out of six, heard that. And then a sense check, please.
1: That one's a fail, five out of three. Okay. I um,
0: You are able to kind of walk down the pathway for for a time being, and you eventually see a light off in, or, well, a series of small lights coming from the distance.
1: Do I know what they are?
0: Uh, it seems to be Firelight. You can't really see any more from your vantage point.
1: Okay, I'm going to try and get closer Sure. to either use my vision, scent, or ultrasonic hearing to see if I can figure out what it is.
0: Sure, I'm going to need another agility check for you to get
1: closer by sneaking. That one's a six of six.
0: Oh, dude, fuck yeah. You are, like, ready to go. Nimbly bimbly boy in action.
1: (laughs) All right, you need another sense.
0: Yeah, another sense.
1: Massive
0: fail, 10 out of 3. 10 out of 3, okay. Um, Your scent is kind of overwhelmed by the scent of heavily charred smoked meat and campfire. You get closer to the campment, and you see, like, it seems to be potentially caravans and tents. You don't necessarily see any people, though, outside of the fact that you hear chatter, but you don't see anyone. Uh, alright, I'm gonna risk getting closer. Okay. Cool. Make me another agility check, please. Three of six. Three of six. Uh, so I'm gonna need you to roll opposed. Okay. Opposed what? Uh, opposed agility. Oh, okay. Someone is looking. Uh, someone is
1: scouting. And are we doing the add add stat or just die? Just die for this. Okay. Twenty three.
0: Twenty. Oh fuck! That's so close.
1: Um. Yeah, I got a, I got a twelve, but I also got a one.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I fucking hate when that happens every yeah. time. So, <clears throat> you're kind of, like, walking through the trees and through the tree lines, and you're jumping between the branches, uh, and you're looking, trying to scout, and you see um, you see this, like, human walking around the outskirts of camp, smoking a, uh, smoking a cigar, and he kind of looks up at you, and you try and sneak into the tree, and then he sees the... Bush is kind of ruffle, and he throws the cigar on the ground and he goes, Oi, we got company, mates.
1: What do you do? Uh, I'm just gonna try and sneak away as fast as possible okay. so that if they investigate the bush, I'm not there and they don't find anything, hopefully.
0: Alright, so you can so, you can roll another opposed agility because okay. you're trying to jump, run, and get out of the way this this is is much better severely less good for me what you looking
1: at 40
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude I rolled a fucking 14 you dart the fuck out of here man So you see this guy drop his cigar and shout as he's turning around to shout to his companions and you hear the sound of them potentially like it seems like people are readying themselves. He turns up and you're fucking gone already. You start booking it the fuck back. Uh, You are going through the same path that you were before and you eventually make it back to your companions. Um, However, you hear in the distance the sound of footsteps now potentially approaching.
1: Okay. We are going to go right path
0: quickly. <laughs> right path quickly. Okay. Yeah. You make an executive decision. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I'm hurrying everyone up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go new blood and we can't go left, so yeah leaves
1: <laughs> really one more option.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, you and the group, uh, fucking begin to run through the woods as quick as possible, um, Moving a little bit kind of haphazardly, uh, through the woods. Uh, can you make me a luck check?
1: Sure can. Oh, blackjack. Oh, fuck
0: yeah. Um, you're running for what feels like an eternity. Like your heart is racing, the pressure is on, and you make sure to continually kind of look back as you're running just to make sure that the group is still following your lead and they're able to keep up, which surprisingly they do. Um, eventually after some time the moon is now compl- like high in the sky like probably about midnight very very late at night uh you guys are on top of a hill seems to be rocky there seems to be a plateau and there's a small clearing inside of this clearing uh you see the remnants of a camp that was once here please make me a sense che- sense check to investigate you are you were rushed through the woods and you guys are now in a clearing. Seems yeah, like this felt, is a potentially an, an encampment. So I got a fail on the sense check? Yep. Okay. Um what you find with a fail, uh, it seems as though all of the equipment here seems to be potentially ripped or torn either due to time or due to some other force. You are not a hundred percent sure. You can't tell the difference between it. But like, there's like bedrolls that are like scattered across this open circle. Well,
1: maybe someone else can. We got we got eleven more people that can set, check sense. <laughs> someone's got to pass a check.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, someone's oh, going to. It. It's
0: fucking that guy. Apparently, first one I rolled. All right. And Vellis passed too. You guys are all kind of looking about. Um, you see the Naga. Uh, who has yet to really introduce himself or interact outside of that first or that first time he spoke to you guys.
1: Hmm.
0: Seems as though they were attacked by some sort of ghoul or geist. And he holds up like one bedroll that's still mostly intact. And there are these like long blade-like cuts in the in the bedrolls themselves.
1: Okay. So he knows what did it?
0: He has an idea, but he doesn't know for sure. And Veles is kind of looking around, and he picks up, like, old clothes, and they seem to be covered in this, like, brown, dried, old blood. I don't know if this is the safest place for us to rest or stop. Should we continue to go through the evening, or should we rest here? Anybody feeling tired? Uh, literally all of your human-esque, uh, like, your your non-adventuring folks are very tired after that. Velus's old ass also looks pretty tired. Am I tired? Make me
1: a vitality check. Pass, four or five.
0: Dude, you could do this
1: all night. <laughs> Alright, uh, why don't you guys rest and I'll keep watch, cause, you know, we might have company, so. Don't get too comfortable, we need to- we need to be prepared to move at any time.
2: All right. Um, As they're doing that, as we start resting, um, I want to go out and do what I can to make everyone's rests easier. So like, if anyone has any, like, I mean, I know, I know we, they're probably only tired because of the time we left, but is, is anyone in pain from walking blisters, that type of thing?
0: Uh, Definitely seems that uh, some people are kind of, like, cut up, torn up, through running through some bushes, getting hit by thorns, stuff like that. It's very, very minor injuries. Uh, nothing that necessarily requires medical healing, but you could always definitely tidy up some bandages for people, that's, uh, yeah. stop some bleeding shit like that. Absolutely. That's,
2: exa- that's exactly what I'm going to do
0: cool so since it is non uh, it is non magical healing uh i'll say make me two vitality checks for the people that you help
2: that is a fail fail
0: fail fail uh you definitely wrap some bandages and, and put <laughs> some herbs on it um you're not sure if this is even necessary or going to help them
2: but with all my years of training i yeah see dude i don't know who the <laughs> fuck knows
1: <laughs> i'm gonna ask emmy if he's tired I mean, I
2: was tired before we left,
1: but that's fine. Well, you think you could keep watch on the other end of the clearing or no?
2: Yeah, I was going to do that after we wrapped up all this and I finished the last bandage. And okay. uh, I'll I'll fly up into a tree and, uh, you know, I'll take the crossbow with me, but I'll leave the pack down with the people in case they need whatever's in it.
0: For sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Only taking the flower, the matches, the crossbow and bolts with me.
0: Okay. And just to clarify, you were talking about, like, flour, like baking flour, right? Hell yeah. Okay.
1: I'm going to go down back the way we came a little bit so that if I sense someone coming, I can run to the clearing and wake everyone up.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I want to, if the trees are strong enough, I want to go to pretty much the top of a tree um so i can just watch over the clearing from there
0: yeah so actually directly in the center of the of the clearing you're in there is a large tree that stands taller than the others
2: oh all right uh, yeah that sounds great
0: so yeah you uh can make an agility check to actually you're flying you have wings we're good you yeah. can just get up there Beautiful. not worried <laughs> so <laughs> you guys have had an unexpected night you take a moment to stop and to watch over your companions as they rest and you get ready for the other portion of your journey Mm -hmm. Uh, as the moon hangs high over the clearing that is where we're going to end it this week Well, if you're still at this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you for listening this week. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter and we are on Instagram. You can find us at Warplords and Warplords podcast. Please reach out. Please tell a friend. Please say anything to us on the internet. We would love to hear from you and love to hear how you like, enjoy the podcast. Whether you like it, you hate it. I don't care. Tell me about it. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. That'd be awesome. And, we will be back here for another exciting episode next Wednesday. So we will see you then stay safe out there. Internet.